I love a big nickel set. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dropback Podcast. So much to talk about this week with the NFL Draft in the books. We've got plenty to get into. I am your host this week, Matt Burns-Peak, and I'm joined as ever by Samuel Lewis down the line. How's it going, Sammy? It's going good, Matt. Awesome. We've also got Mr. Joe Costanza in the house. How's it going, Matt? Yeah, pretty good, mate. And a special episode for the boy Daniel Wilson, this marking his podcast birthday. How's it going, birthday boy Stan? It's feeling fantastic. Like my, my big takeaway from this episode so far is that it's the first time that Joe hasn't been introduced as Mr. Enigmatic in about, well, since I've come on the show, months. I think. That's yeah, true, that's true. Ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's because it's your special day, Stan. We, did, we wanted you to have the limelight. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it as well, though, because that's the only present you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> it's straight back to work tomorrow. Um, awesome. Well, chaps, NFL draft. It took precisely about six picks for our live stream mock draft to be gutted and destroyed by uh, the, the general NFL GM, GM behavior. So thanks for that, guys. Um, but let's get into it. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's start with our favorite picks from the draft. All rounds, all teams. What moves did you like, guys? Hmm. I think like the, the draft boards, as predicted, were pretty like diverse and varying. Like it was very clear that different teams valued different players, different positions differently, because you saw some incredible reaches and some players that fell ridiculously far considering like all the pre draft murmurings and chatterings that were happening. Like an example of that would be um Alex Leatherwood as well. Like he was reached on incredibly highly. He was taken, I believe 17th overall by the um, Los Angeles... Los Angeles? No. Las Vegas. Your favorite, though? <laughs> Las Raiders. Is that your favourite? The thing with that one, Stan, is do you put that down to the 2021 being a bit skew with because of COVID, or is that just the Raiders being Raiders? I mean, you, you saw my reaction in our um, in our group chat after the pick. I just put Mayock going to Mayock, and that just yeah. that sums it up. He I has think. a bit of a reputation for doing that at this point now. Yeah. Reaching on like second-round guys in the first round. Although, to be fair, if he'd taken his first two guys, if he'd taken Merrick where he took Leatherwood and Leatherwood where he'd take, take Merrick, we would have been, yeah, that sort of adds up. So maybe he's just reaches. uber confident that Merrick would last that long. Yeah, it was a very Vegas move, wasn't it? But yeah, I mean, what move did you, what pick did you like the most, Stan? Best picks. I think Jeremiah Owusu koromoa to Cleveland in the second round, number yes. 82 overall. That is ridiculous value. Like, I think... Those first two picks especially, the Browns absolutely nailed. They managed to get Greg Newsom, who played in the Seattle scheme in college at Northwestern. And where's he moving? To Cleveland, who run that same 4-3 Seattle scheme. Mm-hmm. And he's prototypical. He's, he's made for that scheme. He's got experience playing it. Plug and play. Whack him in there. And then you've got Jeremiah Wissi-Koromoa, who can start straight away as your will linebacker on a team yeah. that really struggled defending against the run. That was dope. Yeah, we were talking about as well. Yeah, he can do it against the run, but we talked about how basically none of their linebackers currently on the roster are sort of vaguely competent in coverage. I think just competent full stop. Which is why they got ripped apart by tight ends all year last season. So having someone like that that can match up against tight ends, the best in the game, hopefully... He'll, he'll, he's a huge steal for them in yeah, round he, two. He can go man on man against wide receivers. Like he's genuinely that good. And he, he well, he did it in the past. So, yeah, you, you gotta admit, the value you get in the second round for that pick is just ridiculous. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I thought he would be like a just a, a lock of a first round pick, and he fell to the Cleveland Browns as well. Yeah, they, yeah. They were on the back. They were on the back half of the second round. Like crazy. I think he was. He was probably our as as everyone at the drop back. I think he was our consensus top linebacker i think yeah. if we look back at our um big balls that we released yeah, was. so i mean to get him parsons in the second slew. i think slew had you had parsons first yeah but slew likes being difficult uh parsons because of it because of his upside yeah that's yeah. understandable i think i might have had jamin davis as well if i'm being truthful but jay davis is cool i like him I can't but, we, but we did have we did have him in the i think he was in the top two pretty much for everyone um so yeah to get him in the second was a bit mental from the, from yeah. the browns yeah um slewy Favourite pick? What are we saying? Is it Kenny Gainesville? 
It's not. It's very close to being Kenny Gainesville. I think that would be a bit too um, homerish, though. On the nose, yeah. It's Justin Fields to the Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah. good move. Good one. I, I mean, it's a fantastic move for them to trade up and get him. I, I really don't understand why the Pats didn't do it, because that seems like a slam dunk for them. I mean, maybe they felt confident in Matt Jones, but... Someone has to. Exactly. I know, I think Justin Fields, if he pans out anywhere near his production, is already the best quarterback in Chicago Bears history, basically. <laughs> arguably, apart from one or two years of Jim McMahon. Yeah, Have you seen the history yeah. of the Bears quarterbacks? It's to be fair, I, I was about to, I was, I was about to feel, like, just completely just protest at that, but thinking back on it, who have they really had that's... Mitch Trubisky. Jay Cutler. <laughs> prime Jay Cutler. Um, Rex Grossman yeah. would be... Rex Grossman got into a Super Bowl that one God, year. There's been some shite throwing the ball in, in Chicago, mm. hasn't there? Yeah, and, and we'll actually get a chance to see if Matt Nagy can call a competent offense because he's not hamstrung by having Mitch Trubisky there who just refuses to pass the ball to open guys or is unable to, but either or. Yeah, I, th- I think from a keep your job standpoint as well, it was very smart from uh, from Nagy and Pace because yeah, it's almost like, well, we've got a rookie quarterback. Like, yeah. it's not our fault if we lose games. Yeah, if we but, fail, if we fail this season, he's a rookie. It's not, it's not our fault. Don't, it's don't also they have they have to swing for the fences at this point. They've been they've been rumored to be fired for like basically the last two. Or yeah, three. they have to do yeah. something to keep their job. Exactly. I think they, I think and both to be honest, fired already. Pe- yeah. that that may be here or there. But going forward now, I don't understand. Like people are praising the Giants for trading down and getting one extra first round pick i think they're better off this year if they take fields because we've already basically seen from danny dimes that he's not an nfl starting caliber guy well i think they should have taken fields honestly yeah i mean it's tough it's tough to argue with really i mean he was sort of consensus number two quarterback in this draft for a lot of people until the zach wilson hype after that pro day sort of started (laughs) fully going into motion i don't Um, think uh, no I don't think well, you're, you're like Team Zach Wilson. You've got like, the jersey and everything really standard. Yeah, I, would love Zach, I would love to get a Zach Wilson BYU jersey if I wasn't like Not a Jets BYU in every single me. way. Well, maybe, <laughs> it, maybe if you say this sort of thing before your podcast birthday, nice things happen, but you don't get what you don't hey, ask for. I've, I've already said I, I don't want a BYU jersey. Like, that, that school's really weird. <laughs> it's a weird school. Fair enough. Fair it enough. is what it is. It is what it is. Jerry... Favorite favorite pick from the draft. I've kind of got two, to be honest. Of course you do. I like that you've done extra homework. It's good. Um, so, firstly, I thought this would be a good one, and Sam hasn't mentioned it. Obviously, to not be biased, but Devonta Smith, I really liked. Yeah. The Eagles trading up to get him at ten. I think yeah. the trade the trade made a lot of sense. They only lost a third in that trade to go up a few spots and take him. It feels a great need that they need best player available, like they said they did do coming into the draft, except they still have the aggression to go ahead. Um, he can just do things that other receivers can't really with his route running and playmaking ability. And I'm not worried at all about his size. I think that was a big smoke screen. And it's actually yeah. allowed him to fall to 10 for the Eagles to take him. So I think that was just a great pick all around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, coming and it continues out, I... the theme from week 17 of the Eagles just absolutely nibsing the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Indeed. it's a double win. I think Indeed the term you used it. on draft night was cucking, wasn't oh, it? Oh, very strongly, yes. Cucking. Indeed. Jesus yeah. Christ. Great fit. I mean, I think it just as well in terms of like landing in an ideal situation for Devonte Smith as well. Like, he's so clearly what the Eagles need. So yeah, that, that was an awesome pick. Who was your, who was your second, Joe? Um, so... You might hate me for this one, but I've got the Probably. Cowboys selecting Kelvin Joseph in the second yeah. round. Yeah, oh, I think that's a great fair, pick. I don't no. hate it. I don't. No, hate I'm it. with you. I'm with you. In Joe. the first round, everyone was annoyed that it didn't go corner when they. It, it's quite apparent they needed it, but they went best player available. Got Mike, Michael Parsons there. Then they go back in the second and get a first round talent and Kelvin Joseph to play corner from them day one, which I think we're going to see a lot more. A lot better secondary looks at least on one side of the field now that Kelvin Joseph is in there making plays Mm. let's not forget they also they also drafted um, Israel Mikuamu as well the guy who played opposite JC Horn at um, South Carolina you never know that could potentially be a brand new starting starting cornerback group yeah you have little faith in Trevon Diggs oh no sorry to be fair I forgot about him I (laughs) apologise I wasn't saying you were wrong I was just saying (laughs) he's, he's, he's not like fucking Blow your mind away, good. No, he, he he had a rough a rough ride in his rookie year for sure. But I mean, he was sold down the river. The Cowboys were like, "You go start and deal with all the problems. You you'll be fine." 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, Calvin, jo- Calvin Joseph was a dope pick. He was someone that you were very high on as well, Joe, from memory. Yes. Redraft. Osman Fat, you got to love them. Cool. Yeah, I mean, for me, I wrote down... I, I, I went with Creed Murphy. Creed Murphy? Creed Humphrey, sorry, for Kansas City. Yeah. A centre that they picked up in the second round. And it's just because of how like, fucking direct they were. Like, after what happened in the Super Bowl and watching, you know, Pat Poe's run around for more yards than some running backs made in the entire season in that game just to avoid getting killed. I love the I love the move to go and get um um the, the trade they did with the Ravens for Orlando. I love basically the next pick they had being like, Ram will fix the center as well. Boom. Like done. Just yeah. f- first few picks, sort out our biggest problem, early doors. And, you know, I think Creed Humphrey will jump straight in and be a starter pretty much immediately yeah. and fixes again just massively fixes a team need yeah especially as last year like they could have easily well they were close to being able to take um, Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan in the first yes. round last year they narrowly missed out on him and they've managed to go and get a great another great centre in this year's draft but in the second round so perfect yeah. they got a bit hoodwinked by that because I think a lot of people didn't because he went to this was it the Saints he went to Ruiz? yeah Ruiz went yeah. to this yeah, and everyone was, was a bit like well. everyone was a bit like why are they taking him they've already got like their own lines already pretty sorted but he went to, he, I think he's playing guard though he's starting guard yeah but yeah, so definitely dope, dope from Kansas City to to fix that, to plug that hole early doors. It's that final piece as well on that O line that's been completely revamped. I think mm. if you include Duvernay Tardif coming yeah, back, Duvernay Tardif, coming that's back, an entire new five man starter by the time the twenty twenty one season kicks off. It is ridiculous. Boom. Like I know we're going to get into like contenders later on, mate. Like maybe later this week on live stream. But come on, mm. look at what they've done this off season. They've got they had they found their problem in, on the super, in the Super Bowl. Our O line is weak. What have they done this off season? They've built an O line. Yeah. Almost the opposite of what the Bengals need to do. Yeah, I was going to exactly. say like Cincinnati's not hard. Uh, honestly, the Kansas City have just done it with way less cap room. Just, yeah, just sort your O line out, man. It's, it's fine. They're in my division. I don't care. They can stay like this the rest of their time. Yeah. <laughs> they took yeah. Jackson Carmen as well. Like in the second, like he was the only right tackle that they took high apart from. Dante Smith yeah. out of East Carolina. Like. I, have a, we, I have a huge issue with that pick. Yeah, we'll, and we will get into strange picks in a bit, chaps. Like I, I, I had that one written down as well, Slew. Yeah, but, Carmen was a bad pick. I mean, let's first roadblock and, and steer into teams that most improved off, like after the draft. Then, what do we think? You don't need to go super in depth if you don't want to. Just launch some names at me and see what yeah, sticks. Jets. Yes, yes. The Jets bandwagon is is going to start to gather steam now. I'm telling you. Oh, fuck off the Jets bandwagon. Stan, we still invite the board. I mean, we're just about to leave the station. The, the doors are shutting. You're going to have to um sort of just like jump through a window or something on, at this point. I'm on. I'm Joe's on. Joe's got his ticket right here. Oh, yeah, perfect. So I think Zach Wilson was pretty darn good. To be honest, he's he's there. Obviously, the next start of the next two years. Um, I think to go out and get Vera Tucker in the first round in that was a trade move. was a good move. I think helps kind of uh, you're immediately doing something to help your starting quarterback as well. And I th- believe they got Elijah Moore as well. They did. They did. Uh, then they went back and got Michael Carter, so he's also going to make plays. I like Elijah Which Moore. One? Which one? Michael Carter? Yeah, they've Which got Michael two of them. Right. And this is what makes me interested, like the, the back end of that draft. They drafted all linebackers and corners. But all the linebackers they drafted were actually played safety in college. So I don't know if that tells us anything about their scheme next year. Oh, they're going to play a lot of big nickel and dime. Don't know. Um, I love it. Yeah, I I really like their draft. They went out and immediately got weapons or protection for Wilson, um, something that Sam Donald never had. So it immediately shows great progression. And I'm pretty on board the Jets' uh, improvement train. I think they're going to be an average team next year, but they're going to. I was going to say the follow-up is, yeah, they, they they've they've definitely improved, but how much have they improved? They're going to be a fun team, though. I think. Yeah, they'll be fun to watch. I think. They will. Elijah Moore's good. Michael Carter's he's going to be, he's going to make plays as well. We love to Maybe. see it, and their defense Maybe. is genuinely good as well. Already, I'll believe it when I see it with the Jets. I think, but yeah, that, I, I can get on board with that. I quite like the Bears. I thought the Bears did quite a good job. To be honest, yeah. I mean. It, it massively stems from what you said earlier, Slee, with the fact that they've actually got a, a decent bloke who can sling the footy for the first time in ages. Like, yeah, but then you add on Tevin Jenkins. 
Yeah, it, it was exactly. an okay draft. Like those those top two picks were great, but outside of that, it wasn't particularly enamoring. But I th- I feel like Chicago have been they've been decent for a while, but they've just been missing either yeah. due to terrible coaching or bad yeah. quarterback. Yeah, I, I think I might. That bit, aren't they? Yeah, I think I might be being a bit harsh actually because usually are. Then. <laughs> Their, their top two picks were the first and second round, and their third pick was fifth, and then the rest of them were either sixes or a seven. So, like, it, it was it the be best hard of to what impress. they could. Yeah, they, yeah, they you did, swing for yeah. the fences at that point. Yeah, fair play, fair play. So, yeah, I quite like what Chicago did. And when you think about you know, what might happen with Aaron Rodgers, which we're going to get into in a lot more detail on the old live stream, like, Chicago could find themselves with the best quarterback situation in that division. Yeah. Pretty soon, to be fair. But yeah, any other any other good jobs? Any well done stickers you want to be giving out to any teams? Um, I've got two. I'll I'll do one now. Two stickers. Know. I've got two stickers to give out. Yeah, love it. Either either I've just got one sticker and I've just chopped it in half. Each team no. is half a sticker. So we're not that first... low budget. You've got two stickers. <laughs> Wait, we have a budget? No, don't tell him that. <laughs> so my first team is actually uh, Joe's Baltimore Ravens. I think. Oh really? A fantastic job. I think it was a really really strong draft like you start off like Rashad Bateman admittedly I wasn't particularly high on him but at the end of the day the value you, though yeah value you get a great route running receiver there you go you've got another target second pick in the first round you get one of my favourite edge rushers and just one of my guys um, Jason Owe just a fantastic also, known as Odafe now Odafe yeah no I saw that as well on Wikipedia this morning I was like apparently they used to just call him like Jason in college and stuff but actually his real name is Odafe fair play so fair enough. Wow. Okay. And then yeah, third pick you get Ben Cleveland, big guard out of Georgia, instantly bolsters that line. Yeah. Thailand Wallace in the fourth, I really like. Big I really ju- like Thailand. Jump Wallace ball receiver. As well. Again, guy who can compete for those 50 50 balls. His run after catches, his yards after catches, fucking crazy. Like, I was surprised hard. he. Yeah, I was surprised he went in the fourth. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, just another two more picks. Like obviously there were more, but these are the ones I'm choosing to mention. Sean Wade at Ohio State in the fifth. Yeah, value. that's Absolute where you've got to take him value. as well because no, there's the, uh, the questions with him like is that he the questions were him. that he couldn't play outside corner when he's not an outside corner. Yeah, and you've got two good outside corners, so it's not going to be an issue for you. Yeah, so take a take a box safety like Jamal Adams. If you play him outside corner, he's going to get toasted just like um Jamal just like Adams. Sean Wade. Yeah, yeah, just like Jamal Adams. But Sean Wade, you're going to play him. I think he will be like the replacement to Earl Thomas, like in that team. Potentially, also like Tavon Young is is coming near to the end of his. Um, he played nickel corner, and yeah. he he's coming to the end of his contract. He's had a few injuries over the yeah, last there you year, go. so I wouldn't be surprised if if he fits in that spot. Yeah, I was happy corner. with the draft. Yeah. I wasn't going to say like, oh, I think we've improved loads. Oh, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I was happy with at least the the value we got at receiver, and, and got I, ben- I realized... got bench Mason too. Bench Mason, yeah. Bringing back like the Carl Juszczyk kind of vibes. Yeah. Don't underestimate the big dick energy of taking an offensive lineman with the last name of one of the teams in your division as well. Ben yes. Cleveland. Ben Cleveland, yes. I think, is a joke's pick. Even true. if it's just for the fucking name. I think yeah. it will actually probably start for us, to be honest. Yeah, I, 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 I would be surprised if he didn't. I think, he, I think he probably will start for you. And also, like, he is a very good player as well. I just like the idea of a bloke called Cleveland just fucking launching Browns around in the run game. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would have liked to see us get an offensive tackle as well, yeah. um, but I get it. And... Can't always get what you want. It's not a make a wish, mate. Yeah, and got... to be honest, we're we're more sort of best player available when it comes to picks anyway. And we yeah, Ravens. Had... Yeah, Ravens always literally is just draft board. Whoever's the best there, you go. It's... That's think... why they always smash it. To be fair, and they yeah, always have great depth. Yeah. yeah, and it clearly worked for the Eagles as well. Very so... little reaches. We'll see with the Eagles. I feel it's very. I like the high ri- high ceiling, low floor. Really? I mean, you've got De- Devonta Smith, who I know we all said, like the Stood. way wouldn't scare any of us off. But there is a legitimate reason why people are concerned about it. Second round, Dickerson, those couple of ACL issues. Uh, Dickerson is a great I, pick. I think it's great a great fantastic. pick. Fantastic. I'm just saying that he's going to slide in and guard and yeah. learn from Jason Kelsey, and then just he slide right he in. He doesn't need to learn from Jason Kelsey. He's probably, he might even be better than Jason Kelsey. But even Kelsey. then, if he's... Some... Whoa, 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 whoa. Jason Kelsey's one of the best centers, like, in the Over the last ridiculous... 
that's an outrageous statement. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel this fire. I love the yeah, drop, sure. Maybe, maybe younger Jason Kelsey right now he might be better than Jason Kelsey. No, you're just saying that because he's still good. What, what, what are you want about? I'm not saying he's not because the Eagles are bad doesn't mean Jason Kelsey's bad. <laughs> I'm not like, saying Jason Kelsey's bad. I'm just saying that Landon Dixon's really, really fucking good. He is yeah, very good. And left guard, and hopefully he'll be able to slide in at left guard. I don't know if he did play there at all. At was no, he just sent the whole? He has, he has played guard. guard, yeah. Has he played left guard? Because Brandon Brooks plays right for us. Doesn't matter. Oh, smart. He can play either. All right, fine, fair enough. You can play left. You can play. Right. Are you going to talk about how uh, Kenny Gainesville is the cherry on cherry on top of this oh, draft? Milton Kenny Gainesville Williams is an absolute beaut. Fantastic. I mean, my issue was that we didn't really address corner or linebacker, which are our two biggest issues. As much as I'd have liked to. So yeah. given the high upside players and the fact we're probably yeah. a year or two away from having a competent roster anyway, like I can't have too many faults with it. I'm pretty can't have too many gripes. Pretty happy, exactly. Gripes draft. a pretty good draft. Yeah. Uh one of the teams I think had a really good one. It's similar in the Eagles way in that they're not ready to compete now, but they've done a really good job building foundation was the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Ooh, okay. They've yeah, like, got loads of big guys. They did get big guys. I mean, if it's all bringing building off his ideology Dan Campbell wants to bring in and you start that off with Panay Sewell I mean it's a pretty good indicator on the direction yeah. you want to take that franchise and the trenches as well like Levi, Onz- Levi Onzerike and Aline McNeil that's that's ridiculous yeah. that is ridiculous like they're, they're, there you go you've got your both defensive tackles like Onzerike will play three tech and then you've got Aline McNeil at, at one tech big nose it's, it's, you've Big just sorted it like, that's you, that is you sorted you don't even have to think about it for the next four years now if they pan out like yeah. that's fantastic Madame Fonwu as well, who's a bit raw, yeah. but has some serious potential. And then you got Armin Rasant Brown, who's like a really good route runner and should get on the field pretty early on. Yeah, he's a yeah. smart guy. And one of the best names, instantly. Instantly comes oh, into the league and becomes one of the he's best a, names. Sounds like a T-Rex. He's German. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking what? <laughs> T-Rex are numerous. Like, the name of T-Rex. Or, you know, Amon Ra, the Egyptian sun god. I don't yeah. know who the fuck that is. Yeah, Ra's the, Ra's the Egyptian sun god. Armin Ra. Okay, cool. Can I say I really like the Browns as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's weird. I think the, division yeah, I know, but I I think they've drafted quite well over the recent. You've got to respect his integrity though for doing um, it. Yeah, Greg Newsom fills an immediate need in the first, and then they they still got great values in in Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa in the second. Just for yeah. those two picks alone, I think you basically got two perennial starters for your team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and. Generally, I think I think they had a good draw. They got speed team, at we, we were saying that their only real issue is if they sort those linebackers out, they could be a really great defense. So we've already seen they had yeah. a good offense last year. They're yeah. looking like a pretty naughty team. Yeah, no, they're they're yeah. fantastic. Really, really strong roster. Really. I love I love the Browns this year. And like another criticism of them from last season is when Beckham and Landry went out, they didn't really have much speed at wide receiver. So who do they go and get? Anthony Schwartz. Who, yeah. He's got wheels. He's got a lot of yeah. he's got very big wheels. He's a car. Big wheels, no, quick wheels. That's a better say. Big and quick. Big and quick. Just wheels. Yeah. He can make a make a big explosive play every now and then. Yeah. Mm. It'd be like the Dolphins draft. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but didn't want to um, get you too hyped. Yes, first three, yeah. first three picks, really good. Can't really fault them. They fill some needs for you. Could have done with that edge rusher. If Jalen Phillips pans out anywhere near what we think he's going to, tell you what, if his head's okay, fucking what a player. I'm unsure about the Waddle pick. I don't. It's not an issue I have necessarily I like with him as a player. I just not sure what he adds that having Will Fuller doesn't. I mean, maybe it's because you're only yeah, having Will Waddle's Fuller on a one year. Waddle will be a slot. Fuller can play in the slot as well. Yeah, but Fuller both... will be your number two. Yeah, and to be honest as well, you Fuller probably yeah. won't be there next after this season. It's a one year deal. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Parker is likely to. He's gonna. He's the biggest loser from all of this because I think Preston Williams will realistically he'll step up and be that sort of X receiver. Nah. Will Fuller? Why? He's six foot four. I right love there. Preston. No, no, no. I'm I'm firmly on the Preston Williams. Devontae Parker will always be just Devontae Parker's the straight receiver. Up baller. What the fuck is coming out of your mouth right now, Joe? <laughs> to pretend like Devontae Parker's had a successful career is just like he's had an. Devontae Parker last he's an year was guy. good. He's I don't give a shit. Man. He's just oh, a bad average. receiver. President of the Cole Beasley Association is what it was talking to me about Cole receivers. Cole Beasley had Fuck a better me. season last yeah, year than Beasley's, Parker. Beasley's better than Parker. Oh, like, I'd, I'd happily and die on the hill. harder as well. No, which we all know doesn't. is the main, the main thing. You haven't like, heard Devontae Parker rap. Have you? Maybe. I might have inside knowledge that you're not privy to. Do you? No. <laughs> exactly. 
Just admit, Devontae Parker's always been like, oh, if he was good, he would be sick. But then he's never really shown. <laughs> oh, do, you mean, oh, do you mean healthy? Devontae Parker, I wish Devontae Parker healthy, was a punch in the face. just like consistently good. Like, he's just not. He's never been that guy. So does this, does this draw a lot of pressure on tour for this year? Really? No. Yeah, it's, it, this is the draft where you right. find out what you have. With Matt, put, your, really. put your hand no, over not. that Dolphins we... logo on your chest and then answer my question. We can't yes. stop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's a lot of pressure. I think he's, st- he's only his second year in the league. I don't think it's pressure. I think he's just going to be excited to be able to throw to people that have actual fucking human hands. I think they went out and got like one of his favourite receivers in college. So at yeah, the end yeah. of the day. And people like, that can catch. I don't think we can stress this enough. For Jones or was that Smith? No, it was Smith. Yeah, Smith they was the one he said. Oof. That's a bit Everyone awkward, isn't preferred. It? That's because they just played a season with him, and he and they want them. They want their dude to get drafted, right? Like, if you're a college receiver and you're coming out of the draft at the same time as your quarterback, you're all gonna fucking hype each other up. Oh, he's the best quarterback to ever fucking throw me the ball. Can oh, I just stand out, guys? The fastest bloke on the fucking planet Earth. They're all gonna oh, be in whatever. each other's bum holes okay. constantly. <laughs> What can I just say one, one analogy, Can I say one thing as well? Just, <laughs> yeah, awful. please, please move us on. <laughs> so, like, isn't it weird how everyone keeps like all the teams keep just taking people that played together in college? Like, with yeah. the Jaguars taking Travis it was like Etienne, a high school reunion. This. Devonta yeah. Smith, like going to Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen Waddle going to. I think those were the us. best two. I think Waddle and Smith were the best two receivers available at that point, and they just happened to play with those guys. I'm not sure how much it was. Oh, two has played with him before. Uh, maybe you say if Smith, if Chase had fallen at the same part and they'd still taken one of those two over them, then yeah, I can see it. The ETN thing, I do have I an issue with. Say, ETN yeah. was 100 percent a go get my boy. I miss him. No, no. Well, I think it was just like speed and space, that sort of mentality. Just. Before we move on from like the receiver and QB combination sort of thing, as a quarterback, Lou, this is something that I've always thought has been a bit over overstated, like the importance of it. Chemistry. Is yeah, is wide receiver QB input like chemistry that important? Yeah, incredibly so. Okay, fair play. Well, then there's your fucking answer because then it makes it an easy transition, right, for both. Unbelievable. Parties. I mean, the difference is that you imagine that these guys are going to spend enough hours with each other over the off season that. I think they maybe if the, if the talent level's similar, then yeah, I can see why you're doing it. I don't think that's the overarching thing. I mean, the difference is the level we play at, Stan, when we're at Brit Ball, I mean, you've only got a certain number of hours a week, so you are yeah. going to trust the guys you know a bit better to throw to because you know where they're going to be. Yeah, oh, I'm so glad you went in that direction. I was worried you were going to sling yourselves. You're going to do yourselves a disservice because you're both fucking balls, dudes. I think the thing with the ETM pick was that you know, James Robinson was good, but he's just a different kind of back than Etienne uh, when you look at it. James, James Robinson's a three Robinson down back. Robinson is a guy who will get you the tough yards. And he's no, not gonna come break on, out. no, 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 no. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. <laughs> Robinson is a three down how back, many... and they had absolutely no right to replace him just because he wasn't a high round pick last year. yard rushes did he have? I don't know. Do Stan, you know not many? Mate, how are you going to come into this podcast without counting all his 20 yard rushes this season? It's pretty poor from you, Joe, Stan. If you haven't got, Joe, have, if you haven't got a figure to back that up, like <laughs> it's like me saying to you, he just you didn't, know how he he didn't have many like you got big runs. Joe, it's he like was consistently good, yeah, but like getting a I change don't of pace. He was amazing. He was outstanding. Running back, who is he's not a change of pace guy. Joe, he's a lot quicker Joe, than James Robinson. I don't care. Though, I honestly don't care if he's slightly quicker. So can James Robinson because he was on my fantasy team and he was a stud. Yeah, because, because, oh, the because the Jaguars didn't really have anything going on. I think the issue think. is that the that yeah. I'm not saying that ETN isn't going to be better than Robinson because he may be, but the point is that yeah, Robinson one was much. one of the few bright spots on that team last year, and they yes. definitely had bigger issues to right. solve. Robinson was in the offensive rookie of the year conversation. Now all, all of a sudden we're going to draft his replacement in the first round. That is ludicrous. <laughs> right, well, that I mean, is spe- absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. Speaking Look, of, right. of Justin Jefferson, <laughs> Justin Jefferson, we can't get him off it. I'm fuming, Joe. I'm, you've ruined my podcast <laughs> birthday. <laughs> you've ruined. His, you've literally ruined his you podcast. You've ruined birthday. my birthday. I mean, right. Well, seeing as we've already started the conversation on the contentious picks, let's go to talking about the weirdest picks that we saw happen on draft day from our perspective. And I, I've, I'm sad to say that I think this reveals the cynic in me that I've got so many written down. And I had got one of the of the picks that I liked. Maybe I'm a bad person, but anyway, what, who wants to kick us off? Weirdest pick or pick that you didn't like the most? One we I've said got earlier. a couple. Go on then, Slee. Negative Nelly. Kick uh, it off. My first one 
Right, one of them can sort of be explained if everything goes bad for this team, but I'll go with the other one, which is Seattle Seahawks taking Dwayne Eskridge with their first pick in the draft. Weird. In the, in the yeah. third round. It's like, come on, I know you managed to get Stone Forsyth in the sixth later on, but you had no idea going into that that he would still be available. Yeah, Russell that's, Wilson that's has been mad as well. Wilson has been complaining all off season that, I don't know, lads, maybe give me a little bit of protection, would appreciate it, might not want to be here anymore if you don't. And so you go and get him an undersized, basically a gadget guy, when wide receiver is not exactly a position of need for the Seahawks, who were terrible on defense, terrible at protecting the quarterback. And so you've just drafted the one position of strength they have. Bit yeah. weird. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, that was weird. Maybe not stupid. He could be a good player. But yeah, I see, I see your point. Like, it was just not a team need whatsoever. Yeah, that's what it is. It's more of, these are the ones I have. It's more of an issue with why you're not filling a need through the draft here rather than an issue. Like, Eskridge might become a great player, but you had bigger issues. Yeah. Literally bigger issues, getting an alignment. Adding uh, another yeah. receiver to that roster last year doesn't get them further in the playoffs. Nope. No. No problem. Hell no. What about you, Jay? Uh, I was really confused. I really like Jabril Cox, linebacker, but mm-hmm. the Cowboys taking him in the third. I mean, they got amazing value, but... Why did they pick another linebacker? Like, who's going to play in Dallas now? They've got Parsons, Leighton Van Der Esch, Jalen Smith, and Jabril Cox. Like, well, they, yeah. they declined the option on Leighton Van Der Esch's contract, the fifth year option, and also apparently they're they're not best pleased with old Jalen Smith either on what on the tape that he turned out last season. So maybe it's with that in mind. They just drafted another Jalen Smith as well in Micah Parsons, big athletic yeah. guy who can shoot the gap well. Jalen Smith was. I mean, other than his injury, was a more complete player than Parsons coming out. I think that's like exactly. Yeah, Jalen Smith exactly. can cover and stuff as well. Like you've, so you've just drafted a worse version of Jalen Smith. No, nah, but okay. I still think the value they got with the Parsons like pick is fine. It's just to go back there with Jabril Cox in the third when you could probably do with like. I thought just, that was a good pick. I like that Jabril Cox pick personally. I like Jabril Cox of uh, Jabril Cox as a player, but. Uh, I just don't like him with the fit here. At the like in a vacuum, it's a fine pick. But yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Given the Cowboys situation, mm. given that they have so many, like, yeah, there might be question marks around Van Der Esch and Jaden Smith, but they've shown to be good players in the past. Then you're giving yeah. them can't another. Can't be that. Mm. In the past, Van Der Esch can't stay healthy to save his life. They've declined his fifth-year option, which leans me inclined to believe that he's going to be walking out the door. You've drafted... A guy in Micah Parsons, who I think will be a um like a three down, like a third down pass rushing type in his first year, because like for he's those who don't know, yeah, he's he's very raw, and that's where he played in high school. Jabril Cox will again coming on coming on passing downs because he's in, exceptional in coverage, which is something that Leighton Van Der Esch I think struggles in. So what you do, what it sounds like then is that you've drafted two players to fill one position, each doing half the job. Yeah, but mm. it's drafting for the future, isn't it? It's like you're, they're not going to start year one, but they might start year two. Like, I yeah. don't have a problem with either of the picks. Well, I, I've got a problem with the Parsons pick more than anything because I think it was a bit high. Oh, you have a big old vendetta against you Micah. Didn't, sure. you you're not going to his birthday party. Well, I don't want to go to his period. birthday party. You do. Like, you know it would be lit. <laughs> it would be lit. <laughs> you can't deny it. 100%. So yeah. angry Stan. He'd probably just whip his nads out like he did at Penn State. Oh, my God. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't stress that enough. <laughs> yeah. Stan, other than Micah Parsons, who else did you hate? Um, I hate I hate to go back to it again, but the Travis Etienne pick, just like... Mind blowing. <sighs> absolute mind, just mind-boggling, just... I think I, it's... I don't understand why you'd mm. want to do that. Yeah, the, the, the value you get there doesn't really make sense, given the, the other holes they had on the team. I mean, we all thought they were going to go O-line, right? Or potentially... I thought they would go anywhere else. Literally anywhere else. I thought they would go... Maybe safety. I thought they'd go Levi on Zurique. That's where I'd I'd put my money. Like, come on, it's just so many great players still on the board and you choose a running back when you've just had a thousand-yard rusher who only played 14 games. Like, I think if you you compare it to especially how the other teams have built around their rookie quarterbacks in this draft... That yeah. whole thing was, all right, we'll draft a rookie quarterback. Let's give him some guys to help him. That, yeah, they're, yeah. Both, they're not both going to be on the field enough for it to make a difference that, that they have both on the roster. Yeah, they, they made a risky pick as well. Like in the, the only like offensive player they really took who was going to make a difference 
is Walker Little. And that's a bit of a risky pick as well because he hasn't played football in so long. Yeah, injury like, isn't he? Yeah. For sure, he's. I mean, yeah. he had one injury and then before, but the season before that, he showed like massive improvements. So yeah, it was a good season. And then he, op- then he opted out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I feel. I, don't, I feel it's harsh to to hold these opt outs against. On Buzariki opted out. What are you on about? No, That's but I'm true. saying no. The problem with Little I have is that he got injured and then he opted out, so we haven't seen him play for three years. Yeah, that is true. To be fair, you haven't seen That's him play what, in what I mean. a damn minute. Yeah, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with opting out. It's the fact that yeah, we haven't seen him in so long. Mm. That's a fair concern. Um, my, I mean, shock. I'm going to go with the Raiders with the Raiders picks for strangers oh, picks. So I'm actually going to go with four picks in wow. in in a in a bubble because. Why the fuck have you drafted four safeties, dudes? Like, what's going on there? I like Mo Rig as a player. I mean, I know, yeah. I know, Slew loves Gillisby as a player as well. Both good picks. But then you've also got um, Divine Diablo. Is that is that how you say it? Yeah. Diablo? Awesome name. Awesome name, but he's a linebacker slash safety, like in that prototype. Why yeah. do you need him? If you're looking at their projected depth chart on um, our lads, they do have him as their linebacker at the moment. Okay, so I mean, so, you could I play don't know if that's a hint of so where they're going with it. Potentially, but he, he he fits the mold of a linebacker slash safety. And then Hobbs, the cornerback they picked, has been consensually said that he's going to end up moving back to safety because of his stiff old hips. It would suit him a lot better with his skill set. So you could end up having taken four fucking safeties, dudes. Yeah, and the point on. is as well, when you've got Jonathan Abraham, who, Jonathan Abram, yeah. I don't know if they're doing the this box. because he's refused to learn how to cover, so they're like, mate, get it together. <laughs> And Carl Joseph, they've signed again this off-season. So why do you need so many safeties? Ne- uh, to be fair, neither of those are top-level players at the moment. But it's the fact that it's like you don't need to sign four safeties in any draft, let alone when you've got two sort of competent guys already. It's the fact that the only one who's going to play in that like deep middle third or deep middle zone is going to be Murray. Like The rest of them are all yeah. going to be just like competing for time in the box. It's just it's crazy. I wonder I if they're going to do a lot of too high looks this year. Potentially, but I feel sorry for Gillespie who's going to be twiddling his fucking thumbs on the sideline. Yeah, I know. And I don't get to get the um, jersey because I'm definitely not buying a Raiders Gillespie jersey. Oh, that's true. Would I you don't get... know, though. It would look cool. Would... Right, on a, on a different note, though, would you get a Kenny um, Kenny Gainwell Eagles jersey? Oh, that is tempting, you know. <laughs> that, that little smile says he will. Even though you've got Miles Sanders. I don't know. I need Depends to get... what number he gets because if he gets one of those nice single numbers, then. Uh, oh, so good. Yeah, what if he gets like a, a horrible prime number? Yeah, I do oh, need to yeah. get a new Eagles jersey. The only one I have is a uh, LaShawn McCoy one from a That's long outdated. time ago. That's outdated. Yeah. I could do the new Cardinals jersey, but I'm not getting a fucking Zayvon Collins one. Oh, yeah, that was, that was an interesting pick. What do you think of the Zayvon Collins pick? Well,. It's I've I've heard really mixed opinions on on it. Like considering though you, you needed to go corner, Caleb. You started him at Mike as well, bro. You've thrown him straight into the deep end. Yeah, that's that's a Mike. bit. That's a um, that's a bit like that. That that that's makes it sound like that we run a four three. Like he's playing middle linebacker, yes, but he's not going to be like the quote unquote Mike. Like he's the one guy in the middle who's solely responsible. Who is the quarterback going to go? <clears throat> that numbers the Mike. You know that doesn't point? always point to the Mike position, right? It's, it's based on like the blocking scheme of where you're running. Yeah, it's, you you yeah you ID the mic of who you want the the um the run the run blocking or pass blocking to like yeah, centre yeah, around yeah. basically. I yeah. like that. Oh, talk about a little inside bit of knowledge there from the Slew and Stan man. Yeah. Boom. Um. Yeah. Zayvon Collins. He's going to line up. Yeah. Middle linebacker with Isaiah Simmons. I personally don't think he will start in year one. That's my okay. personal. Yeah. Have you told Stephen Kime that? I have not told Stephen. Why did you take him? Why did you take him at sixteen? I didn't. Steve Kime did. <laughs> to be but fair, if he doesn't start year one, then why? They think he will. They really. They think he will. I, really, I, I, I hate this this idea that if they don't start year one, then they must automatically be crap. For a linebacker, if you fair enough, if you're sheltering a fucking quarterback or you're like slowly introducing like a receiver while there's a big receiver already there or something like that, but then for a, a, a linebacker early in the first round like why are you taking him if he's just kind of right. there for right. they Fair think enough. they think he will start though cliff is under the impression that he will start like okay obviously cliff knows he's not exactly under the impression that he needs people that can start right bloody way or he's going to be in real trouble come next yeah he's, he's he could get fired this year if they That's don't a toasty really. seat yeah he's under the impression that Zayvon Collins will start but and I, I would like the fit if he'd ever played in a four down front before and like actually you said played linebacker yourself like yeah, the system he played in college, basically. It's so reads. different. It's so different. Yeah, literally, it's a, it's a gap or C gap. Like he just, 
those are the two gaps he's responsible for. Like, yeah, in coverage, he was phenomenal. He was really, really great there. And yeah. I think that will be easiest to translate. But in run fits, that's what really worries me is he's going to have to learn that whole thing again because he's this weird like three five type front he was playing in in college. I mean, to be fair, you don't we don't know what his ability to pick up that new stuff is going to be like. Yeah, he may, he may pick, like we don't know that in those interviews that he's picked it up really quickly and the Cardinals like right we understand he's yeah, going to no, get that's that. That's a fair point. I, I really do hope you're right, and I, I, obviously I'll be backing him. I just. I think it's 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 a it's a real real fifty fifty, and that's not what I wanted. Sixteen, I would have much rather taken uh, Jamin Davis out of Kentucky here. He has got that dope like alpha linebacker mentality though. Like when he's with, oh yeah, we're gonna fucking kill everyone. Oh yeah, he's an absolute monster of a man. Like there's no doubt in that. Like athletically, no concerns. Tackling, no concerns. It's the mental side of his game that worries me. Mm. Okay, that is a big side. Okay. Slew, do you want to uh, absolutely rock the Bengals for that um, Carmen pick now? Yes, please. Go for I, it. <laughs> my biggest issue with the fact is that, you, look, first of all, you take Jamar Chase, and if you think he's going to be a generational talent, fair enough, all the best luck to you. We've all said we'd do it the other way around, but if Chase turns out to be an absolute bowler... Fair play. Fine. Congratulations. I mean, granted, maybe you had the same thing with AJ Green for about six years and you still didn't fix the airline, but you know what? You do you, Bengals. <laughs> The fact is that they were in, in the second round. They had plenty of opportunities that with pretty good alignment on the board. And then they trade all the way down. Yeah. To then take what Jackson Carmen, who is pretty like hit or miss right now and his ceiling isn't exactly it's so weird. It's such a weird pick. Yeah. Like the people that they could have taken after they traded down. Let me just get this up. So you could have taken Kevin Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins, or Liam Eikenberg, Walker, or Walker Little, but instead you take Jackson Carmen out of those four. Yeah, yeah. Or Sam Cosme was actually still on the board when they took Carmen. Yeah, it just strikes me as odd. It's like, it's do you so not weird. like Joe Burrow, mate? You drafted him a year ago. Yeah, and if you, you like, like seeing him hurt, yeah. if you want a pure pass protector, like Eichenberg was right there. Eichenberg like, was a stud of a pick. I, I love that. Eichenberg. I love him. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him as well? He looks like a forty-year-old man and a twenty-three-year-old man. <laughs> He's body. so cool. He's, <laughs> he reminds me a lot. Yes, I love him for the same reasons I love Stone Forsyth. Like, sure, their their footwork isn't the finest, objects. but yeah, you can't yeah. move a fridge. Yeah, yeah, dude, you can't. You simply can't. But yeah, they could have taken him. I mean, out of the five linebackers that you just listed off there, Slew, I think you, most people would probably have Carmen as numero cinco there, to be honest. And I mean, obviously, it's a draft. He could turn out to be a stud, but doesn't yeah. feel right. Yeah, it felt weird, but if they've seen something, I don't know. Yeah, true. But Anything else that you guys simple. vehemently uh, disliked? I mean, to be honest, it was also the fact that he was the only... Oh, no, they took Deontay Smith as well later on, but they didn't really... Like, Deontay everyone, Smith's a cool pick. I didn't think. address it. But everyone else knew that they got so many holes like across that whole O-line, and they didn't mm. really address it to anywhere near the level that they should have done. Yeah, Fair enough. Um, I didn't really know what to think of Corderas Tony going to the, the Giants. Yeah, I love I Tony. That... He won't get used properly, though. That's wait, the thing. wait, wait. Just, Guess, just... Like, Jason just let, Gatt- let, let him go first, Stan. I know it's your birthday, mate. But... It's my podcast birthday. Put me first. It just seemed like a bit of a panic buy because, yeah. like, they panicked, like, drafted back after the Eagles jumped ahead of them to take Devonta Smith, and then they didn't know what to do with their picks, so they just spunked it on Kadarius Tony really <laughs> early. It's just really reminiscent. Do you remember a couple of years ago when um, the Texans were all set to take the tackle and then panicked? Because, uh, because well, what, what was he called? Howard. Titus yeah, exa- exactly. Oh, Titus, yeah. Uh, Titus Howard, oh, it's, it's the next it. one on the board. Oh, we, instead of trading down, at least the Giants got something out of it. They may, Their guy may not have been on the board, but they traded down and got something for the future. Which the is weird the thing is that I don't understand how, like, I like Kadarius Tony as as a player, but there were just better fits there yeah. for positional need. And they Rashad uh, Bateman was still on the board. They, they don't need a Tony. receiver. They didn't need a receiver. If you were going to take a receiver, then they're the better receiver to take. Like, I, I don't really get the they're, pick. They're there, different types of players, though, to be fair. Like, Kadarius Tony is very much a slot guy. Rashad Bateman is a Zed guy. Except it's... they they could do with a Zed guy a lot yeah, more they than could they could do, do with the slot guy. Th- think about, like, who, who just left the team. Oh, no, they got Darius Slayton playing Zed. I think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm... laughs> 
Yeah, noise sums it up. Uh, they've, they've moved Darius Slayton to the slot actually quite a bit, especially because they've got Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate also in the slot. Do they have Golden Tate anymore? I don't know. I've heard they do, but I haven't yeah, actually they, checked um, the roster. Yeah, they do. Um, Golden would be out on the outside. I thought Shep would be Shep would play um, Zed as well. With Shepard hasn't been able to stay healthy, though, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's to true. be fair, I thought they would just take tackle maybe yeah here. that'd be cool they could maybe do. have gone like christian darasaur with that pick mm-hmm. or yeah, if they I'm really sad. wanted an edge rusher that good that badly because they clearly did because they drafted ojalari they could have drafted a better edge rusher in the first i know some people are quite bullish on ojalari to be fair so did you hear about were... ojalari's like health thing that he's got a degenerative to, yeah i've heard a degenerative about degenerative knee disease or something like, is that why can he, is that why he can use, use a club rip pass rush yeah he's always thinking about his knee <laughs> <laughs> no, but it doesn't he's mean that he's going to have to walk with a crane one day. Yeah. I wow, think the thing sad. is, the the theme with all of these guys that we're sort of a bit confused about these picks isn't any issue with the players themselves. It's the teams like you would other needs maybe yeah, fulfill yeah. those. Like it's not that we don't think Tony's going to be a good player. Exactly. I've got I've got one where I've, I don't think the player's going to be a good player. Of course you do. Here goes Mister Negative. Yeah, why the fuck have the Bucks gone for Carl Trask? Yeah, when Kellen Mond's still available. Yeah, Callum Mon was a better backup QB. I mean, Kyle Trask was a fun was a fun story, but he's got no arm strength and he's basically a moment. Hang on, hold up, hold up, hold up. Kyle Trask has arm strength. Does he though? Yes. Does, he does. it or does moderate, it flutter quite moderate, considerably moderate. when he no. tries to throw it over twenty yards? No, Kyle Trask has arm. That's that's unfair. That's one of the best bits of his game. Defensive stand. I think he was I mean especially because he was taken before Kellen Mond or Davis Mills. It really makes no sense. If yeah, you're going to no. take a developmental quarterbacks, there are ones with higher ceilings, right? Yeah. Kellen Mond legitimately, legitimately threw like a 75-yard bomb. Yeah, oh yeah, Kellen Mond is, is a phenomenal Oh, we player. all know about Stan's Kellen Mond love. Let's not yeah. get it twisted. Yeah. Kellen Mond crush. Can I talk but about yeah. Kellen Mond again? No. Paul Trask is just average. He's got he's, he's average noodles, mate. And no, the same he's a, with... no, he's an average college quarterback. Mm. Not even an average. He's not an average NFL quarterback. And also Sam Sam Elringer as well for the Colts. Oh, I've now lost. Oh, as in a not a great pick rather than yeah, not a great pick. Trash. I mean, it's strange that the Colts didn't replace their left tackle. Yeah, yeah. Did did they forget? Did someone tell Chris Ballard that he's got no left tackle? Did they forget? Uh, Now we'll take this fucking Texas bloke who can't. He was very poor at throwing three. They could have yeah, they could have probably taken a tackle they could have taken a tackle in the second round instead of Diodi Yingbo. I know um, Jaden yeah. Mayf- Jaden Mayfield was available there. Like there might be there might be more. This is just off the top of my head. Like there were a bunch of good second rounds. Well, they tackles. well they clearly passed about four times on Stone Forsyth. Yeah, absolutely. Outrageous. Which is a crime in itself. Oh, it is absolutely yeah, for that name alone. Yeah, I also wasn't particularly. Ha- I mean, I wasn't very keen on any of the quarterbacks outside of the. The, the ones that were that we saw go in the first round, to be honest. But I, I, I thought David Mills to the Texans, they kind of had to do it because they don't know what's going to going going to happen with Deshaun Watson. But did they do? Because did, don't they have? Um... He's pretty average, isn't he? Though, David. I mean, David yeah, Mills. First pick in the pick in the draft is some dude called David. Davis. 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 Sorry, Davis. Davis Mills. Quite high on Davis Mills, to be fair. I I think one of the things is his have... dad. A lot of people. Damn. Uh, right. What? He. He was one of those guys that people are only high on within like the week or two before the draft, which says enough. It's like people are getting desperate for, oh, who's going to be my guy for the draft? We've run out of tape to watch and we're like, who's this Davis Mills guy? Chuck exactly. some film on. Mm. I didn't like it. Oh, I, no, like I, know, it I know you didn't. I can hear that. that. Texans roster needed more. They had so many other holes. It didn't need it's, a backup quarterback. They're going to be Taylor, so crap. Tarot, Tarot, Taylor's on that roster, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. The T-man. What What about... It was a stud. What about Peyton Turner, defensive end, going to the Saints? The I l- I really like the play. Oh. I just don't like the pick. Yeah, it's, I yeah, it's dude, too high. I, I, it, like I said, so like we said before, like it, it just didn't seem like the right pick to make here. They had, mm. I mean, they've had success with this sort of move in the past. It's very Marcus Davenport, Trey Hendricks, it and it's like vibe, it's a it? sort of decent floor. There's I think upside he's more and Cam- he gets to play over Cameron Jordan. I think he's more Cam Jordan than those two in terms of his actual play oh. style. Yeah, yeah, and play style, yeah. I thought you were going to say ability for a second. I was going to go... No, eventually. calm yourself, and, Matt. Um, it's because they lost Trey Hendrickson this off-season, so Peyton Turner, I guess, will just come... Yeah, it's a need. I just didn't. I just thought it was a, it was a weird player to choose at that point. You yeah. Got um, him in also, sticking with, sticking with the Saints, Ian Book... Uh, yeah, that's a dumb like, move. That's a waste of a draft pick. I don't get it. Pick. 
I think that's kind of funny though, because you can I say like you can it. throw the book at them. I've seen a bunch <laughs> of Saints fans actually come out and be like, "We've got the next like big like late round QB, like he's going to be amazing." Yeah. He's like, there's a bit of hype going around him now because he had a better college career than Joe Montana, who also played at Notre Dame. To be fair, I, I, I think uh, Alex Voice Joyce, one of the one of our writers for the Dropback, said this as well. Like, there is something to be said about his college record in terms of. You know, the amount of wins that he's been able to be a part of, which is great. I just don't know if the talent matches up with it. Like, he's, I, he, I don't see him as having the high, the high ceiling. I love some of the stuff, and Alex's articles are always great, always well-researched. I don't agree with him on this, to be honest. I don't, I don't think you can compare college stats today to what Joe Montana had in, what, the late 80s must have been. To be fair, I, I like how Alex actually predicted Paulson Adebo to a Saints. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was good there. Yeah, the Saints' first three picks I quite actually liked. I know you're not necessarily high on Peyton Turner, Joe. I just the, don't like the, the I think the Ian Book pick, I mean, hopefully it'll prove me wrong. I think it's just indefensible. It makes no sense to He's a to backup. Make. He's just a backup. You've already got... But like, yeah, this whole thing, like, where do you even fit him with your QB room at the moment? That's the thing. He's a backup. That's literally all he is. I've, t- I've said this before. He's just going to be a career backup and he's going to be a solid one. Is he? I think he's a below-average yeah. arm, small... Well, yes, that's game why he's a backup. No, but he's not even a backup because he's not going to be good enough to play. He, yeah. he he's a backup quarterback. He's not like. Oh, why waste a fourth round pick on a backup quarterback when you can just sign one in free agency? Because someone's got to draft a backup quarterback in the fourth. Yeah, but let someone else make that mistake. But why? Yeah, yeah but they, they, they would be criticizing them. Like, it's a... no, because I get I get picking the players like Mond or Davis Mills who you think can realize. Yeah. Exactly, ceiling. I don't see a ceiling here that is like, oh, he's ever going to be able to play in the NFL. He'll for be, a, yeah, he'll he'll be a career backup, like hundred percent. He'll be he'll be a guy who literally just bounce around team year to they year. They probably to year. see something in him. That's why they're taking him. Oh, I'm sure the they do. I'm sure they do because, and to be fair, Mickey Loomis is a lot better. I am than identifying talent. So, if one of us is going to be wrong, it'll probably be me. But I still, I, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That just about wraps us up for this week, guys. Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode of the Dropback Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials to keep up to date with all of our articles, pods, and live streams. Simply at the Dropback on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And speaking of live streams, we'll be back on Thursday with another Dropback live stream hosted by Britt Ballin, where we will be unpacking the absolute shitstorm of things that's going on in Green Bay around Aaron Rodgers and also a bit more draft chatter answering your draft questions and discussions as well make sure you follow our socials to find out what details where you can catch that but for now I have been your host Matt I've been Sam I've been Joe and I've been Stan and we will catch you on Thursday Peace. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis Matt Burns Peak Joe Costanzo and Sam Wilson. I slept for quite a while today. Why? What were you doing? Sleeping. <laughs>